0: Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. please welcome D. Yeah. Smith yeah. and Steve Mix. Mix. You are now entering the MegaCast.
1: Ted! Nixie! <laughs> Smitty! Sometimes
0: I forget how aggressive our intro is. Da, 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 da. I, I know, it comes out real hot. It does. It doesn't even, like, warm you up. No. Just smacks you in the face. Like, Get it. Yeah.
1: Well, it's good to be back. It's weird because last week we were technically in the room. We were. We, do the me- we were literally in the room. Yeah. And we just never turned the mics on and did a podcast. Sometimes you just got to talk. Yeah. And also we were a little scared because the last time we did a mega cast, uh we were speaking high praise of someone that we loved and then they ended up not being on the Seahawks anymore. So we were worried if we said
0: nice things about another Seahawk player, they might retire. And I want to also, again, apologize to Mariners fans. For what now? That was the same day. I was like, I don't bring them up much, but they look like they're oh doing something. Gosh. I'm like, I've got to. every time I bring it up, they lose like three games in a row.
1: And they just need
0: to stop playing the Houston Astros. Ah, I know they. That was a that was a brutal one last. I was taping the podcast and looked over in the corner and I was like, Oh no, they didn't do it. They, Especially yet, uh, they did it.
1: They went up by one
0: run. Yeah, and they, they they tanked it by giving up two in the last inning, right? Or was it the tenth? No, that, right. So they were it was they were up a run in the eighth. I stopped what right then it got tied up in the ninth goes to 10th. Yeah. Oh, And then yeah, they're playing today. By the time
1: you listen to this, they probably lost. I don't know. <laughs> hey, but uh, what is it? Arizona's next. and They're good against them, so they're going to give us false right. hope again. Kyle Lewis is done for the season. Man,
0: Ted, what the hell? You jinxed us. I, look, I'm telling you, right? Because was it earlier this year? Wilson retires. Yeah, I know. I should stop talking about people. I, lo- You know who I love now? Max Verstappen. He is my favorite. Is he a Formula One guy? Yeah. I oh, know. So I'm just going like, yeah, I love him.
1: He's the you know, best. I love the New York Yankees, the Boston Red Sox, and the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes. They and are we, awesome. We are now Colts fans. The Colts are the best. <laughs> Go Andrew Luck. I know he's not their quarterback, but <laughs> I don't even know. Who's is it Teddy Bridgewater?
0: Who's the quarterback? Ah, well, I think it's Carson Wentz. Okay, sure. Well, screw him too. No, we like him. We're trying to jinx it. They're oh. playing the Hawks. <laughs> okay, fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Screw Russell Wilson, then. Yeah. <laughs> He's the worst. <laughs> right? We, we love Colts. <laughs> yeah. Colts Colts up.
1: The new offensive coordinator and system for the Seahawks is Red Rotten. <laughs> <laughs> so happy the Colts left Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, with the last time we do a cast, we're talking so highly of Luke Wilson. We finish oh the podcast. and yeah, We see he gets released, and we're like, what the F? Both of us are cursing. Then we find out why, and we're like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad that he had a great career, and congratulations to him for you know making that decision on his own but yeah man that was such a weird
0: thing because our whole podcast was about how much we love luke wilson i mean literally you had posted it and then yep. you texted me and i'm like no right well that was the other thing so i tweet out wtf right yes. and then minutes later i tweet out another reference with his attached with his mm-hmm. goodbye note of why he's retired getting out of the league so like a day later people keep hitting me up on the wtf one and they're like Oh, man, he's got to look out for himself. Like, did you see? And I'm like, right, You look at my timeline. I posted right. both of them. Sometimes that cracks me up. There'll be times I go, all right,
1: All Elite Wrestling just put out the best pay-per-view I've ever seen or something ridiculous like that, yeah. right? And I'll get a bunch of tweets. Migs, have you seen the All Elite pay-per-view? And I'm like, if you just, like, clicked on my page, you'd see I've been talking about it. Like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be that
0: guy, but come on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I feel like I very rarely reply without clicking on somebody's page. Yeah, usually if I'm going to ask, like,
1: if I'm going to someone's page, I'll check their page first, but hey, everyone does things differently. It is.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just impressed right, people were like, well, it's his head's most important. I'm like, all right, so you were smart enough to figure out this was about him, but mm-hmm. didn't see the other one. Right, you
1: did the research on that. I was just glad that when you put that WTF, I knew exactly what you were talking about. I didn't know yeah. that. Sometimes like when my friends put up like, one of those like kind of vague post type of things, yeah, you're like, what, what is going on? Like, what's the drama? Oh, yeah, but I, never, I never want to bother somebody about the drama, even though they put it out there. So clearly they're going to be okay to talk about the drama. I don't know. I have a lot of friends that I like, put like things up and I'm just like, what is this? You know, and sometimes the narcissist in me is like, is this about me?
0: And I'm like, wait, why
1: would it be about me? It's like, I haven't talked to this person in like five months. They're not mad
0: at me. Yeah. And sometimes too, like some people put up vague ones and I'm like, they're just looking for a response. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the Worst day of my life. What happened? Those are the. Worst.
1: Sometimes I would make it a point to write like some of my friends because I know like, hey, we all go through some crap, and sometimes you just need sure. someone to reach out to you. And sometimes you'll you won't ask for it. Like, I know sometimes you see those posts where people are like, hey, if you need help, ask for it. But more often than not, nobody's going to do that. Like it's right. it's more you know I think it's like serious in Bummerville, but like a lot of times it's just you you just hope that someone will reach out because they're thinking of you or whatever. So when I see someone put something, I think, wow, that's kind of like they're in Bummer City. I'll just direct message. him like, hey, man, you doing good? And then they'll just write back and be like, yeah, why ask? And I'm just like, <laughs> I, I just, just thought, I, I never want to be like, then I'm not going to like be like, well, you wrote on your Twitter. You I'm, did say I'm, it was the worst day of your life. Right. I'm just like, oh, man, I'm just thinking about you. Just making sure you're good. <laughs> I come about never checking with you again because clearly I'm the idiot. <laughs> All right. Why don't we get things rolling out? Oh, speaking of Luke Wilson, I did get a text from him yesterday. All right. Uh, or two days ago, it was the day of the Green Day show. Kicking myself because I was planning on going to the Green Day show and then just being a dad and thinking about going out that late just seemed like and, and we couldn't go together. It was like one of those situations where it's like, how are we both going to go to the Green Day show, my wife and I, and get home at eleven? We can't put our mother, my mother in law, through that kind of hell of trying to put Tatum to sleep. Like it's just, I had to do it on Saturday night because my wife went to Carrie Underwood. All right. Typically, my wife's the one I'll put her to bed. And she's got the magic touch. Man, we were having a great night, Tatum and I, all night long until it was time to put her to sleep. And then it was pure anger. Mommy! Ah!" And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I was supposed to say, what do you do? I yelled, shut up. And that didn't work. Because I just like, after like, and I felt bad. Like instantly, I was like, that's not how you do things, Steve. But it was like the fifth time I had to go in that room. And she was just screaming and wouldn't even let me like touch her or hold her. And I'm just like, shut up! And I'm like, wait, sorry. So now I'm like, now I'm apologizing to this child that didn't even care at that moment because she's yelling louder than I am. Yeah, that just sounds terrifying. I just kind of had to waited until she was somewhat chill in the bed, but still crying. And then I just walked down and I was like, she's got to cry it out. And she did. All right. But man, that's a heartbreaker. So I'm like, yeah. you can't do that to your mom. So we didn't go and I got a text from Luke Wilson. He's just like, Migs, are you at a uh, green day? And I'm just like. Man, I was thinking about going, didn't pull the trigger, no, don't tell me you're here. And he's like, yeah, I'm here, I was looking for you because I've never been in a pit, and I thought it'd be fun to jump into a pit with you. And I was like, ah, it would have been a blast to jump
0: in a pit with you, Luke. Damn you. Well, hey, look, at least you have a good excuse. I mean, I'm not going to lie, I was watching Ted Lasso, and I think laying in bed by 9.30 on Monday. It's the end of a three-day weekend. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, I have no real good excuse other than I had had fun all weekend I was like, oh, it's Monday night. I'm gonna chill. <laughs> Ted talks starring the Tech Smith. The chillest of all the chillers. For the record, I did write this before we just had that talk on here. Oh I said go to Green Day? No. Oh. I was gonna say uh you know, what people are having time bad times or whatever. Do what you can, right? You want to help them out, but also, like, sometimes I have to fight the urge to be, like, overly, like, is everything okay? Feeling any better? Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, help where you can, and then, you know, just just be, I guess the main message is be available for people. I, if they I, want to reach out, they can, but. Are you like this, then?
1: Because I had the hardest time. I sometimes try and, like, tell my wife how I'm feeling if it's not good. Right, and it's like, you know, obviously if we have our issues, like something she did that upset me, like we had that we're decent enough at communicating some days better than others, obviously like any relationship. But I don't typically tell her when I'm depressed All right. and when it has nothing to do with her. You know what I mean? So it's like I try not to because then I get to that and I know she means well and I appreciate it because she cares. But like then for the next few days after I get out of that rut, she's still checking. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about it anymore. You know what I mean? So it's like, sometimes I'll like not share why I'm depressed because I just don't want to have to then feel like uh, a charity case. Even though she doesn't make me feel that way, I, it's all internal. It's like this own like little struggle that I have with myself.
0: Yeah. Well, I haven't been in that boat in a while mm-hmm. just because I don't live with somebody. Right. So I'm just thinking it from the other way. You want to move in? When I'm like, <laughs> you, you okay? And it's like, dude, give him some space. Yeah. You know, like they're they're working their way through it. It's like I just want to help. Yeah, yeah. I think we all just want to see our friends sad. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I mean, you know, we've had arguments before, and I have to fight. And then finally, I'll just be like, "Steve, we all right?" And you're like, "Yeah, that's all right now." Yeah. All right. We're good. All right. But that's that's my nature. Like, are we good? Are we good? Like, you keep asking <laughs> if we're good, then we're not. And I've been there too. Stop asking if we're good. Like, let's check in tomorrow. That's why I said, be available, help when you can. Right.
1: Sometimes helping is not saying a word.
0: Yeah. Right. And that's so hard for me. I, I've i got to be much better about that because we've talked about this. Like I'll have a whole conversation in my head before the conversation and then it's like, just shut up. <laughs> right. Like whether somebody's venting or they just, they just like, they're not, they don't like just be quiet. Just be there.
1: Yeah. 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 Sometimes like I, sometimes I just, I'll talk to my dog and I'm like, this is so nice. Lulu's so never checking up on me. She's just like, it's cool, man. Can you rub my belly? <laughs> yeah, we're good.
0: <laughs> right? It was like Joe with uh, Lulu. Like, just leave her alone. Yeah. yeah. She's cool.
1: And you just leave her the F alone. And she'll want you to rub her belly. You just can't force it. Nope. But trust me, she'll want that belly rubbed at some point. And if you're the closest one to her, she'll take your belly rubs. <laughs> I
0: don't know what that we're doing. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> we're giving out life advice, and now it's turned into how to treat dogs. Exactly. Speaking of life, I do have a stupid, stupid
1: story that I'd love to share with you. All right. It's one of those things where it's like, I think you could appreciate it because... It, We, we I hate saying like we're like celebrities, but like we're public figures. All right. Yeah. So sometimes I I lose sight of the fact that maybe I'm not a public figure to everybody that I meet, but this is one of those instances where I thought this was a a case of someone being a fan and they weren't. And it was very awkward. Oh, give it to me. Okay. So we went and got sushi one night. This is a while ago. I had it written down. I never got to it. But finally, I want to share this one with you because it was just like, this is just too dumb of a story not to share. So we get to this restaurant. We're We're in Tacoma. I can't remember the name of the sushi place, but it was really good. All right. And so we're sitting there. Sid goes to the bathroom and comes back. And then I got to go to the bathroom because right? it took us forever to get there. And so it's like, we are. I don't know if you do this, but we wait until we make our food orders before we hit the bathroom because we don't want to slow down the process of the waiter or waitress coming to get our order and one of us is not there. So All right. we make our food order and then it's like, okay, you go first. I'll go after you. All right, so... She goes God, to the bathroom. Sid would hate
0: eating with me. You go to the bathroom right away? I don't care, because I'm probably going to sit there and have a beer or two before I even think about ordering. It's more of a me thing than yeah. you, than Sid, right. anyway. So, right. so <laughs> You've been out with me. Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's hang out. We'll order when we order. Like, no, I got something to do.
1: <laughs> so she goes back. I go As I'm going to the bathroom, there's like a group of people that are drunk at the bar. You know, go right. past the bar to get to the bathroom. And there's one guy who's just kind of looking at me and looking at me. And then as I get there, he kind of puts his hand out. Shakes my hand and he's just like, "Yeah, man, I just it would have felt weird if I didn't say hi." And I'm like, "Oh man, very cool to meet you." Like, right on. And he's like, "Yeah, it's, you know," and blah blah blah. And he goes, and just by the way, he's like, "I don't know what's going on, but man, your wife is gorgeous." And I'm like, "Thanks a lot. I really appreciate that. That's really cool." He's like, "I just figured I should say hi because I don't want to make it weird or something like that." And I'm like, "And I, so I go, cool. I hate it when people." Don't say hi. And they messaged me later on saying they were going to say hi, and they didn't. I'm like, you should just say hi. He's like, all right. I'm like, cool. I go to the bathroom. I come back. I sit down. Turns out, I don't think he was a listener. I think he did not realize that she was married, my wife, and tried to flirt with her as she was going to the bathroom because she told me this guy started talking to her. He was kind of nice, but kind of weird. But then like I think he realized that she was married or with somebody and then and then she walked off. So <laughs> this whole time, I'm talking to him like I think he's a listener. And he's talking to me thinking I need to show this guy some respect because I just flirted. Because I his just wife. Flirted with his wife, and now I see that she's at his table. Right. And then now he's probably thinking, What kind of weird flex was that with this guy being like, I'm glad you said hi. I hate when people don't say hi and then message me later to say hi. And then I'm telling him how we were going to a wedding. He's like, I don't know. I'm sure for him, it was just as confusing as, if not more, but that's better for you. Right. I look like this guy that doesn't give an F. Like, hey, yeah, but it's also my wife,
0: but I'm glad you said hi to me, man. I hate when people don't. Right. And then message me later. Like, hey, you like see me later? Right. He's probably like, how do I message you? <laughs> <laughs> how should I message you? Right, with smoke signals. God, that's pretty good. It was pretty funny because I come back
1: and tell Sid, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I got stopped by this listener. And she's like, I don't think he was a listener. And I'm like, yeah, I thought it was kind of, he didn't give me the vibe that he was a listener, but I was like, why else would he say hi? And then she's like, because he was kind of flirting with me. Did he say anything else when you walked back by? No, I, I kind of, it was such an, a weird conversation. I'd try to like kind of quickly walk by without them seeing me because their, his back was turned because he was sitting at the bar. All right. So I walked behind him, if that makes sense. All right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's right. So the way I'm pictured is he was kind of turned the first time. He was turned the first time,
1: pretty much waiting for me to, uh, for all he thought, I got up as soon as my wife sat down, he might've thought this guy's coming over to talk to me. Yeah, good point. Right, which I, I, and he must have just been thinking, oh, uh, this is like because he was drunk, his friends were drunk. I wonder if they thought, oh,
0: we're about to have some beef. You know what I mean? Like with this dude. Well, it is kind of funny. He hits on a girl. I'm guessing his eyes follow her back to the table. She sits down, and you pop up. Right, right. I could see where he'd be like, oh man, all right, here we go. Well, I should say <laughs> hi to the man too. Basically, he right, he's trying to now like be like, yeah, I'm not just up here hitting on girls that walk by. Like, yeah, you are. And I'm like, I hate it when people don't say hi. Yeah, I know. I like, too, that you got the <laughs> smile on your face. Like, yeah, good thing you said hi. Oh, but I hate I don't know a bummer. You would have messaged me later. And I'd be like, you should have said hi. We're going to a wedding. <laughs> like you're having a boy with the whole. Uh, i my whole life story. you give giving the whole itinerary for your weekend. Ted, I suck at small talk. So my wife always cracks me up. She's like, for someone who
1: says they suck at small talk, you will talk the ear off of a listener if you meet them somewhere. I'm like, well, I don't want to – I don't know what's the appropriate amount of time before it's – I don't want to be rude and be like, hi, bye, because I'm really appreciative when someone comes up and says hi. But I also don't – It almost gets to the point where they're trying to get away from me. And you know what I mean? And another thing, blah, 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 blah. And this guy's probably like, dude, I just was – I should have never said hi to your wife.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I small talk way too many people.
1: Yeah. I'm always chatting at people. Itself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm forcing myself onto someone when I try and small talk.
1: It's all in my head, I'm sure. But I'm just like, <laughs> how was your day? <laughs> so glad you said hi, man. Was just, God damn, that's awkward. It was, it, Dude, we could not stop laughing about it afterwards because we're just sitting there at the table and just cracking up. For all we know, they see us now laughing. They're probably thinking, these ass asshats are, are, are laughing at me.
0: Yeah, and I'm guessing because you guys, it's not like you're going to sit there and pound drinks. You probably left before they did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were gone, and they didn't, again, you no know, now look back, He
1: probably didn't want to look that way anymore. So now they're, they're clowning on me. The, the, the husband's telling Oh, I wouldn't. I. Yeah, this is all really awkward. Yeah. Because <laughs> in
0: my head, I'm like, well, that's nice that he complimented my wife. <laughs> right. Well, that makes it better. It's not just him being like, hey, man, I just want to say hi. You got a hot wife. It's like saying hi. She's very attractive. I hit on her.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Good on him. Yeah. I mean, you try to do the honorable thing. And then here comes Steve,
0: the social awkward dude. You're like a social slug. Not quite a butterfly yet. <laughs> just kind of just slug, over him. worm, whatever it is. Snail. Snail. What turns into a damn butterfly? Caterpillar. Caterpillar. Jesus. <laughs> not even close, Ted. Nope. Nope. All right, why don't we take a quick break? Uh, let's oh. get into the
1: world of sports. I'm not sure I right told you the Mariners suck. Uh, but yeah. Hey, I mean, three games back, there's
0: still a chance. That's why they call it the wild card.
1: Ah. All right, we'll take a quick break. When we come back, we'll get into the wide world of sports with D. Ted Smith.
0: Unfortunately, these two idiots have more to say. The megacast will return. Ugh. Introducing the most provocative and inviting breakfast cereal, Porn Flakes. They're perfect for breakfast in bed, where you'll get a mouthful in every bite. Sweet and crunchy flakes that stay hard even when wet. Warning, some servings are bigger than others. Porn Flakes. So good you'll want to add your own milk. So fill your hole with a bowl. You'll find it impossible not to swallow. And just 69 calories per serving. Now with a nutty taste you'll really want to munch on. Porn Flakes. They're great. New from General Milfs. I'd rather have a murder hornet in my pants than have to listen to these two
1: idiots. Ted and Steve are back. Oh, Ted, uh, I know I hate her. I'm gonna go up to her and be like, yo, next time you should say hi. Stupid robot. Bad robot. Bad robot. <laughs> oh, no, I'm smacking a robot. That would hurt my hand more than it would hurt them. Let me say, quick plug. Uh, this Friday night, if you got nothing to do, head on over to Hale's Pala- Palladium in Fremont. SOS Pro Wrestling. The first ever SOS Pro Wrestling show is going to be happening, and yours truly taking on the man himself, Ethan HD. That's going to be a fun one. That's uh, Friday night. And I thought of you uh, a couple weekends ago. I wrestled Danhausen, one of the bigger names in the world of uh, independent wrestling. Which was all right. And I thought of you because afterwards he's like, hey man, you want to go get some dinner? I'm like, cause I I was like, hey, I'll give you a ride back to the airport because he was waiting for somebody. You know, it's gotta be tough being an independent wrestler that travels because you're being picked up by random people. Sometimes you're being dropped off by random people, but they have to wait for other wrestlers to be ready to be dropped off. So it's like a lot of like hurry up and waiting. I was gonna say, just standing around waiting. Right. So him and I hit it off really. We had a fun match, everything went well, and we just really it's like one of those first times where, like, I always had good experiences with the fly-in wrestlers that I've been lucky enough to wrestle, All but right. this was one where I was like, this guy lived here, him and I would be friends. Like, that kind of a vibe, you know what I mean? Like, we really hit cool. it off, and so I'm like, hey, dude, you want me to just give you a ride? He's like, is it out of your way? I'm like, no, actually, I, I mean, I didn't want to get into the nuances. I was like, yo, if I go one way or the other, it could be, but I was like, no, it's. I'm going south, it's south, I, I'm more than happy to drop you off at the at the hotel at the airport, that's totally fine. And he's like, would you be up for grabbing some food? I'm like, oh, I was planning on it with with or without you. Like, <laughs> either I drop you off and get food, or I'm I'm gonna go get. It. I was like, yeah, I would love to. He's like, you cool going somewhere as opposed to going to get like fast food. He's like, I'll do that if you want. I just I kind of like going places that are Seattle places. Like, you know, if I go somewhere, I want to enjoy their local place. I'm like, dude, got a great place. It's called McDonald's. You're gonna love it. He's just like, no, really. <laughs> I'm like, I'm kidding. Uh, so I took him to 13 Coins by the airport. Oh, nice. Right. I was like, and that one's nice. Like, they're no, all nice. I haven't been to that one. It's got a lot. Like, he, like we walked in, he goes, uh, it's like, when you said diner, I thought it was going to be, like, some kind of, like, kind of hole in the wall type
0: place. Like, this is fancy. Because it's kind of got, like, an old mobster vibe to it. Yeah. Like the original, like the, right, the one that used to be up underneath the uh, Seattle Times. Yeah, it's very similar to that one. All right. And we go there, and as an appetizer, what do we get? Meatball taster? Boom. Nice. I'm
1: so glad we did that because they came out in like 30 seconds.
0: They're all like I know, I don't know how they're doing it. Everything else takes forever. Right, but those meatballs are out in no time. And I was so hungry. Like it was a great call
1: going to 13 coins, but also a terrible call because you know, we wrestled and then we had a, it's like a 40-minute drive to get to the airport from or SeaTac uh, from from Everett. By the time we got there, both of us were ready to just eat the couch. Like we we're just like so hungry. Uh but man, those
0: things were a huge hit. That's like my new thing for some reason. The Meatball Tasters? Yeah, it's showing up more. I went. Where did I go? Uh, Dreamland in Fremont? Never heard of it. Well, it used to be the Red Door forever. Uh, they, they're not the Red Door anymore? They're not, Steve. Oh. Yeah, That's but they a had a Meatball Taster. I was like, all right. And then uh, Tallerico's. Like, I'll get their Meatball Taster, too. It's like me with the Meatball Subs. Rest in peace, Bills on Broadway. <sighs> Bills,
1: I know. I played at the best. God, it's still thumbs.
0: crushing me. And dumb. <laughs> There's so many days where I'm just like, today would be a perfect day, just to pop into bills. Yep. Get it get a sandwich or their salads were good. I like their wings. Could have went there the day after we go see Mark Rebier. Yeah, right. Uh, which
1: is coming up. I can't believe that. That's like less than two it's about two or so weeks away, a little over two weeks. <laughs> Fine. It felt like it was forever when I bought those tickets.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I'm getting nervous too though. Why is that? Well, like cage fork got postponed. Oh, you think things are going to be shut down before then? I don't know. I'm just. <laughs>
1: I mean, I know they're trying. They're trying yeah. right now. Not trying to shut things down. They're trying to keep things going with all like places that are just like vaccinated or nothing or vaccinated or the COVID test within 70 something hours. Right. Like, I mean, I can't imma- I couldn't even imagine if I was an establishment that relies on people coming. Like, how do you figure this crap out right now?
0: I, I don't know. Yeah, and that's the problem because, like, uh, right? Other restaurants are like they can't open at full capacity. Mm-hmm. They don't have full staffs, and then a lot of the food orders now are just takeout. Yeah, so a lot of times when you're sitting somewhere, it takes forever because they're just they're just running takeout so much.
1: Well, it's crazy. J Mac and I, we just went to Trappers, fully anticipating to go sit at a table at the bar. And when we get there, the sushi bar was open though, so we did oh, all nice. you can eat. All right, which boy, am I out of practice? Yeah, I ate so much. And then forgot when the rice wall builds, it comes and it comes fast. And boy, oh boy, for the rest of the
0: day I was hurting. That day we went to Blue Sea and then went to wrestling. Like yeah. that was we 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 turned the corner finally, but that was tough to recover. It is we were, it right because I always forget right that rice is just expanded, expanded. It's like oh uh. Christ. And then I get home and Sid wants to do stuff. I like go
1: outside and I'm like I don't even know if I can move my lard ass. Like I'm gonna try. And then then we have dinner and my like barbecue and like once we sit down to eat, I'm like I'm not even able to eat. Like, I was like, babe, I'm not eating these potatoes. She's like, what's wrong? I'm like, I'm still full. She's like, excuse me. I never hear you say those words. I was like, it feels like Thanksgiving. I'm so full from all that damn sushi. <laughs> Which we had one, the crispy California roll. I never had that one before or something. It's something California roll. And, and it was it just, just
0: fried. No, it's
1: like, a little
0: crunchy, like all right. I don't know why I don't even describe it, but it was amazing. It sounds you had me a crispy California roll.
1: Yeah, dude. 100 Ten out of ten times I'm gonna get that again. We might have ordered that one three times in our all you can eat endeavors. By the way, next time you're down by the airport,
0: you gotta check out Sharps too. What the hell is Sharps? Sharps Roast House. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's like a hidden gem. But like oh. you know Vaughn's downtown. Yeah. So it's like the same family, but I think this is their first restaurant. Hmm. But it is awesome. Kind of like remember when Vaughn's uh, before they moved had all like the meat on yes. spits it's like that dude so I had a, I my buddy Baird was coming into town a couple weeks ago so me and another friend I was like I have the perfect restaurant we just sat in the bar like and the food is awesome damn yeah okay but, but like I I literally I found it once because my mom was staying at a hotel down by the airport because she had an early flight so she was like I just put and this was across the, like the parking lot. But it is an awesome restaurant, and they serve foods like eleven thirty. Oh,
1: so you're the guy I gotta reach out to whenever these. Like, after I matched with Dan House, and like I was, like, it was like, he's like, where do you want to go? And I'm just like, damn it, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, I don't know what's open. I don't want us to drive somewhere to find out it's takeout only.
0: So I was like, uh, Pat, thirteen coins, right? So that's how we started too. It Was like it was gonna be thirteen coins, and then I was just like, you know what? I love that Sharp's place. I haven't been there in a couple years. I was like, let's go there. Mm.
1: Also, yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Funny part about the uh, Danhausen match was great because Danhausen's character is all made up of face pains, like an evil. Very, he's called very good, very evil. Love that Danhausen. He's right. almost like a walking Simpsons character. He's like very inspired by Conan O'Brien. All right. I've Simpsons. seen people tweeting you about mask and stuff. Yeah. So he's hilarious, and but his whole thing is like he's this evil being, but he hates when people curse. Like it, right. it, it makes him angry. It's like no cursing. Like it's like it's part of his shtick. So in our match, we're about ready to match. This whole place, the entire uh, VFW hall that we were at in Everett for Without a Cause Wrestling was packed. Of It was sold out. And the tickets pretty much sold out. Up, like Almost all the tickets, all but like 10 tickets sold out before another wrestler's name was announced. Dan Housen was the only name that was announced. Like He's that popular, right? All right. So that whole room is there to see Dan Housen. So, uh, and, and on the flip side, then they're all there to boo me because I'm the bad guy that's taking him on. So... I had this I had dumb idea, but I'm like, hey, dude, once the match starts, how about I distract the ref and I knock you out with my belt, make it seem like I'm going to knock you out right as the match starts. I'm going to yell at everyone, like, you can't even pay to see him. No refunds, idiots. You know? And then I'll go and pin him. He kicks out, and everyone's going to be – and it worked out great. But after I did that, then they really hated me. So now they're all chanting, F Steve Miggs. And I look at Dan Howes, and I'm like, your fans are cursing at me. And I'm yelling at him. So he's reprimanding them, like, do not curse. So then the rest of the night was all these – It was the best thing ever because the fans were so great. They're coming up with all these creative, like, heck Steve Migs, verified, butthole, you know, like, yeah, fudge Steve Migs. They were just saying all these words that were not curses, but they were still heckling me. It was so great. So much fun. Another quick wrestling funny story was I was at Defy a couple weeks ago. And in the back area, like, Washington Hall did a really good job of making sure everyone had masks. It was really well done. Like, for a room that was sold out, even with, without a cause, they did a great job, their crew, of making sure people kept their masks on. Because it's like, man, you don't want to take the risk. It's just not worth the, the nightmare of, God forbid, something happens. Like, Just wear your freaking mask, right? In fact, there was a, a, for a second, there was a scare that someone might have had COVID that was at the five. And I saw out, that. And it turns out it was a false alarm, thankfully. Right. Because I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Here we go. So I'm in the back. And in the back, all the, the wrestlers are trying to work on their stuff. But they still have staff going through to make sure that the wrestlers that are going through their stuff were wearing masks. Sometimes people forget, you know, it just happens. Yeah. There were a group of guys that were the luchadors that were they were playing I I am not making this up. It's it could have been straight out of a movie. They're having their they're working on their match in a corner by the bathrooms in the back area of, of the Washington Hall. The, the 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 security people came through telling people, Hey, don't forget, put your mask on. And I said to that group, like, Don't forget, put your mask on. And all the luchador's put their wrestling luchador masks on. Like, because it's like you know, like right. almost it's like a, instinct. Yeah, and it, it was. It wasn't yeah. like like they were being like. Right, so they're
0: just like, don't forget to put your mask on, and they're like, oh yeah,
1: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're all putting on their masks and then they all catch themselves, and you can tell they're all like, whatever we don't. Wait a second, and they put on their actual face mask. And I was like, that is the funniest. There's like a spinal tap for wrestling moment. Like, don't forget to put your mask on. Whoop. That is kind of awesome. It was great. Also, I don't blame them. That's exactly what I would do. That was my first thought. Like, when I saw them do it, I'm like, yeah, good call. You don't want people to know your identity.
0: Yeah, right? <laughs> and, like, if you're in a baseball locker room and somebody said, don't forget your glove, you put your glove on. Right, you're
1: not going to put a surgical glove right, on. Right, you would
0: think about putting on plastic gloves. No. <laughs> Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sports. The of victory and the agony of defeat. This is the Ted Smith's Wide World of Sports. Brought to you by Smith Family Popcorn. Good people, great, great popcorn.
1: popcorn. Hey, oh, uh, J-Mac had a question. What's that? How about you, Ted? He brought up how much he loves the segment Coach Ted on The Men's Room. All right. And he was wondering if that
0: was inspired by being the coach for the Tacoma Donkeys. It is. Well, awesome. It's, I figured it's, as much. It's that, and then it's just sitting around watching sports and talking coach talk all the time. Okay. Yeah. Because me, me and Sean and my buddy Brett, we do it all the time, especially in the last year when it was just like the three of us on Zooms watching sports. Yep. But yeah, that's I mean, that's part of it. Like, right, that's what coach does. Yeah, because he says when he listens, he's like, it just feels like I'm in the locker room with Ted again. I was like, that's awesome. I'll ask him. This weekend, I was calling plays, and Sean goes, I'm the head coach. You just do the motivation thing. Let me make the play calls." <laughs> so I'm like, we got to go for it. He's like, it's not down in distance. That's the wrong call. You know when that was happening, Steve? What was that? During the, the Maryland Terrapins okay. West Virginia game. Suck it, West Virginia. So Terps won. They did. All right. So they, they weren't like the Huskies then. Yeah. So, Right. People need to understand Maryland, West Virginia is a good rivalry for us. That was a big game. I don't think we play them again this century, or Jesus, this decade either. Oh, wow. Yeah, because we used to play them every year. Then there's the bad news about Saturday. If you live in the state of Washington, I'm sorry. Ooh. That was brutal. First the Huskies, then the Coogs cooged it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is just not good. That's why you just got to stick
1: with predetermined sports and watch AEW's pay per view
0: on Sunday. <laughs> I look, I. I get Montana has a good program for their size, but that's brutal. And then you got, then you, if you're so we're one, saying it was like the worst loss in Washington Huskies football in forever. I mean, it has to have been, because that's not a D1 score. It's so confusing. It used to be Division one, then it was Division I AA. Now it's like the bowl division and the bowl subdivision. But I still call it 1 AA. But yeah, they hadn't, especially you don't lose to a team like that at home.
1: Now, I mean, could they? Could the Montana team beat Bishop Sycamore? That's the most important question. Well,
0: they're off mathis schedule now. <laughs> they were supposed to play them this year. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a whole... I mean, I,
1: s- I, that was the one thing I was bummed about why we didn't do the podcast last week, because I really wanted to pick your brain about this whole Bishop Sycamore thing. It's crazy. It's the greatest story. that it, If ESPN can get past their own pride, they need to make a 30-for-30 30 30 about that.
0: Well, the other issue is you have so many of these charter schools now that just show up and start flying people in. Like, I don't think anybody thought to check it that much yeah i, I mean look it's i kind of sound like a hypocrite because i come from a private all-guy school where we obviously recruit kids yeah but then some of these other schools like fly kids in this and that so it's a whole weird like well where's where's the line right because there's like that saint francis in baltimore they got real good all of a sudden and they're like well we're putting kids in college like this and that mm-hmm. so with bishop Sycamore, i never heard of them i saw them on the schedule like huh i guess they're a new power and then yeah it came out they weren't even a real school and then i think today i saw an article the dude's like yeah, they were a little older, but I'm trying to get them into college and this and that. I mean, that I don't know. That's always the bad part is he might like I think he might have had good intentions. Right. But it was like, you're not doing it the right way. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, there was a famous coach in D.C. that ran a bunch of AAU teams and like he took kids in and took care of them. Now turns out he was doing some illegal stuff too and got brought up on drug charges but for those kids he helped out he did his job and he wasn't giving the drugs to the kids no nobody even knew oh yes yeah, so then... he was like a kingpin and nobody nobody had any idea so i don't i like you could hear to my voice I'm getting a, like i don't know what that line is like that guy did a bad thing right yeah. you don't want to be a drug kingpin but he also <laughs> did help out these kids and got them into colleges and you know got them into homes and mm-hmm. turned their life around so i'm hoping the sycamore dude was at least his heart was in the right place. He That's just what I'm hoping. Went He's about like, it the wrong way, right? Know? Like they, they're not in JUCO's. I'll just take them here. Nobody'll notice. The other problem is they weren't good. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, when I first heard the story and I, I heard like what the score was, I was like, "Damn,
1: they beat the crap out of another team." I get why people are pissed, and I'm like, "Wait, no, they were the ones who got their asses handed to them."
0: That's embarrassing.
1: Yeah. Because yeah, they're like grown adults.
0: Right, so it's like if Hand they... pick grown adults that lost to high schoolers. I think that's part of the reason people aren't as pissed off. It's like, well, yeah, but they weren't beating the school. Like, I mean, granted, they were playing IMG Academy, which is an unbelievable school. It's right. like 58 to nothing or something. Like, that's bad. Like, you guys aren't even trying. <laughs>
1: that's crazy. Dude, uh, I know you like documentaries, and you have Netflix, right? I do. Have you watched the, the Danbury Trashers documentary? No. Okay, it's called Untold Crime and Penalties. It's about a minor league hockey team,
0: and all right, Netflix keeps telling me I should watch
1: this one. They're they're telling you the right thing. All right, you need to watch this. The whole story is about this mobster that led Jimmy Galante, who uh, apparently I know that name. He's a big time mobster from back in the day. All right, and he many say is the real life Tony Soprano. All right, to the point where his son's name is AJ. Like it's just it's, it's crazy. So his son. Oddly enough, was big into wrestling and also hockey and like got hurt. So dad figured what better way to handle this than to buy his son a minor league hockey team for a half a million dollars. That adds up. And like a random like minor league program. It's not like the AHL, but it was like a minor league team. And so Jimmy Galante, the mobster, his real job was that he like owned like a garbage company. So they named him the Danbury Trashers, like a trash can, and it was the mascot right. was a trash can. It was great. So the son now is in tra- seventeen years old is the general manager and president of the hockey team. So what does he do? His his first thing is he gets Gretzky on the team, not Wayne,
0: but Brent, his brother, who's not nearly as good. <laughs> like <laughs> I didn't even know Wayne Gretzky had a brother yes. till right now. Yes, I know Wayne and his daughter. <laughs> yes.
1: Also, not to mention, like his dad at one point like paid for pretty much the Attitude Era to come to his kid's birthday. Like Triple H and The Rock were at his birthday party. Like it's big money, right? All right, it gets all these like goons. The son's like, oh, I like fighting because his son was like a fighter. Like when he played hockey, all right. So he's like, I, he just got all the toughest jer- jerks, like the goons, and made them players on their team and they would just intimidate and beat the crap out of the other teams. And then the NHL strike happened. So then they got like a, an NHL player Mike Rupp, Rupper who like played in the NHL, a really good player. They paid him like a crap ton of money. And they were paying these guys the salary which you know there was a cap, but then Jimmy would also pay him under the table. To make the, all the players happy. So that's how he could get the big names. Right. And keep them. And players love playing for these guys because they were, just like, they were getting taken care of. Dude, the story. and the, So it's like you, you go into it thinking, oh, this little snot-nosed punk gets a, a hockey team from his dad. Turns out, like, AJ doesn't seem like all that bad. He's a kid. He's, like, you know, an Italian hey, yo, 17-year-old. But he actually did a pretty decent job putting together this team, granted, with dad's money. And they end up like going to the championships. All this stuff goes on with them. You know, the whole time though, they're also following the FBI trying to figure out how to bust Jimmy Galante as a mobster. So the whole thing is not just about this hockey team, but it's also about this mobster. It's a really fascinating story. And the whole time you're watching this, and there's been people joking about it, like if anyone pitched this as an uh, a premise or a story arc for The Sopranos, everyone would be like, "That's not believable enough. There's no way that this really could happen." But it really did happen. And what's it called? Uh, it's called Untold. It's part of their Untold series. All right, like, all yeah. right. And it's it's called Crime and Penalties. All right. And it is dude. There's so many greats. There's one part. Where where is it? Like Long Island? Uh, Danbury, Connecticut. Danbury,
0: Connecticut. Uh, John Cena is in at one point dropping a puck during a game. Like the whole right, thing. Because Cena's dad got him involved, right? In that in the Northeast, was it? Didn't his dad run a huge wrestling program up there? I'm not sure. I know his dad was a big fan. I'm not all positive right. though.
1: The equipment manager, I think, was like one of Jimmy's mobster buddies. I can't remember the full thing because it was a few days ago when I saw it and my brain just works that way. But like he was like effing with the other teams by like messing up their stuff, not putting the heat on in their locker rooms, and then they like asking him why he's like, Oh no, no, hey, cocaine was a hell of a drug. And you're like, What the this guy? And he's like smoking cigars, he's like, You don't mess with Jimmy Galante. And then he just starts smoking the cigar and staring at the camera like he's gonna like murder the cameraman. Like, the whole thing is just absurd. Like, one point, one of the most popular players was, like, a a goon-type player, like a fighter. He got injured, broke his leg. And so, Jimmy and his people visited him, like, when he was hurting. Like, the guy loves Jimmy and his, you know, still to this day. And he's like, so we have your, uh, the guy that hurt you, we have his address. What do you want us to do with him? Oh, right. They were going to have a mob hit on... (laughs) He came the opponent that hurt him. And the guy's just like, he's lucky that I believe in the code of everything stays on the ice. Otherwise, I would have said take care of him, but I, I didn't. And then, they, then there's like footage of them when he finally comes back, like the place, and the fans are out of their mind. They're like these, like you know, just nut, like crazy, like, ho- like just ob- obsessed hockey fans that are like obsessed with the team. And like they're just all about the fights. And you know, it's like it's out of it's it's the most ridiculous story that you don't if you saw it as a movie, you'd be like, this is the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen. But it was a real life thing. All
0: right. <laughs> I mean, I'll watch it i watch it tonight or tomorrow. I can't wait. You have to watch it and you have to let me know what you think. Cause I I gotta watch that USA qualifier tonight, but then after that, my night's open. It's an hour and a half. Oh,
1: nice. And it's it flies by, dude. Like it's it's a fun documentary. It's, it never gets boring. They talk to all the players. It's just, like, you would expect, like, it's going to be a story of, like, how much these players hate AJ, the 17-year-old. But no one has a bad thing, it seems like, to say about him. It's, it's really fun, man. It's a fun watch.
0: In? Yes. <laughs> I was like, that didn't take much convincing for me. That's so funny because that thing has popped up in my Netflix, like, three times. And as soon as I watched it, dude,
1: like, every day now, I'm like, random people are just like, dude, I know you like hockey and wrestling. Have you watched the document?
0: I'm like, yes, I have. It's amazing. <laughs> Well, my Netflix is smart. It's like this guy likes gangster stuff, sports <laughs> stuff, and comedies. Put it all together. Right? That's it's, why I'm like, wait a minute. I know I've seen the preview for this one. And you like John Cena and The Rock, so you'll get yeah. to see them again in it. <laughs>
1: it's like... I was joking with Matt Farmer. I'm like, man, minus the jail time, AJ's dad seems like the dad of their lifetime. Oh,
0: yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a hockey team. <laughs> Happy birthday, Most, right? Most people will be lucky to go to a hockey game and meet a player. It's like, happy birthday. Here's a team. <laughs> and the whole story was just like, you know, it's like. Danbury, Connecticut just sounds mobby. It does, right? It's like Is it right famous there. for something? Uh, I don't know. All right. But
1: the name instantly, like, when I first heard Danbury, I was like, oh, yeah, it's Connecticut. Like, I, yeah. I know it's in, in Connecticut. I don't know why. Maybe it's because of this story. I don't and I we, I we talked about it a little bit on this morning on the on the on the BJ and Miggs show, and a few people texted and goes, "I grew up on the East Coast. I went to those games. It was a weird vibe." Yeah, that's wild. Because the son, he's at the games just partying with the fans, like he's because
0: he's, he's seventeen. Having, <laughs> yeah, he's having a blast. That's a big old chain. The, oh. Wait a minute, I didn't realize he's only seventeen. He's seventeen, and he's the president and general manager
1: of this minor league hockey team.
0: Oh Jesus. It's I mean,
1: insane. Yeah. And, they, and they talk to him nowadays, like you, they, they have Jimmy's in the documentary, AJs and like these, they're all still alive, and they're all telling their stories. That's wild. Yeah, it's nuts. And they have video footage to prove it. Like there's certain parts where he's like,
0: "Oh yeah, here's the video of it." And you're like, well, they're not making this stuff up. That's like you ever seen the real story of like Goodfellas and how those guys got caught? No. They were shaving points on like Boston college games. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I watched a whole documentary on the real, like, kind of like how it really went down. And I was like, they were trying to fix like low-end uh, college hoops games. And like, somebody gets picked up and then starts talking. And the dominoes just go click, 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 click. How crazy is that? It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Is that like a new documentary? Or- I mean, I've only seen it in the last couple of years. I can't okay. remember if it was I- like a documentary or one of those, like, you know, National Geographic, right. like, here's what happened with Henry Hill.
1: Well, that's like, I was like debating between the the Trashers documentary and then a documentary about drummers, which I'm sure is really good, but I'm like, I haven't, or the Bob Ross one. And I'm like, I think I picked the right one of the three.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The drummer one, no offense, but drummers, it always ends kind of tragic. Right. I was like, this looks like it'll be a fun watch maybe. And Bob Ross, like, I want to still like Bob Ross. I don't want to watch that one yet. I've heard that you don't leave disliking him.
1: Okay. But you dislike how he, like, he got taken advantage of. Oh, that's all right, that makes me feel better. The vibe I get from this documentary is that he did not have the right business. Um, the, the business and the Bob Ross, he kind of got screwed. And yeah, that's kind of what shocking. the documentary is about.
0: Yeah. Well, people without talent will always prey on the people with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. That's a good point. I mean, that's how they, they
0: make their money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you should be better at business. Oh, you could actually create something. We need each other, man. <laughs> right? But, right, you see it in music, you see it in acting. You don't you see s- it in radio, though. <laughs> all right. But you see it all the time, and it's just like, all right, I guess that's how we're doing it. <laughs> all right, I think we got to get on out of here. Um, yeah, man.
1: You got anything planned for the weekend? Anything you need to promote?
0: Uh, No, I mean, Seahawks are playing... Uh, 10 a.m.? 10 a.m. You know I like a 10 a.m. game. You and me both. Yeah, it's I mean, awesome. Yeah, <laughs> for You can go do stuff in the rest of the day, or you can take a nap. And also, now
1: as a... Now having Tatum in my life, I do not like the Sunday night football games because it's like smack dab in the middle of dinner and trying to put her to sleep. Yeah, ten a.m. She's getting up. Maybe she's about taking a nap, so maybe I,
0: I get a little bit of downtime. Yeah, and I get it. Look, like the one one fifteen kickoffs obviously are great. It's in the middle of the day. It's mm-hmm. the West Coast. You're still done by four thirty or five. But I like for an growing up as an East Coast. There's just something so much fun about waking up. And 10 a.m., like boom, it's go time. NFL football's on. It's like, good morning, Ted. Yeah, and right? Here is football. I'm telling you, every time I'm back on the East Coast, I'm like, "Is there, are these games going to kick off? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take a nap. Wake me up when
1: football starts. Right? <laughs> you can follow us on Twitter, at The Megacast, and I believe we're back next week, right? We are not. We're not back next week. No. Spoiler alert. Spoiler
0: alert. <laughs> you know what? I shouldn't say that. I could, I could still, I'll still pop oh, in and do one they with you. Come in, that's all right. We could just, maybe we'll sneak in a lunch or something. Yeah, let's figure
1: it out. Yeah, maybe we'll do like what we did last time. Yeah, yeah, get some meatballs.
0: Yeah. Oh, hey, hey, oh, I'll do some research. I'll find another lunch spot. It's
1: the Galante's.
0: We're here. Galante's. I don't think I'm passing for a Galante. It
1: is such a mobster name, though. It should be Galante.
0: But at least you're Italian. It's like, wait a minute, what? What part of it Italy is your family from? There, Smith. <laughs> all right we'll be back uh, maybe next week
1: maybe next week no guarantee hey be nice to talk a little hawks we'll find out yeah go hawks go, go, go mariners man come on mariners stop effing with us we're sick of this crap <laughs> two, it's like two steps forward six steps back
0: <sighs> opposites attract
1: MC scat cat baby. right
0: man. god I love Fallout. Abdul she was so hot dude
1: a cold hearted snake video oh
0: don't even start it
1: I, I, if we start I'm not standing up yeah all right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>